Right now, it is another free view of the Lost Zane recordings. From back in the old radio days on 107.3 WBBL. This time around, it is a classic edition of Dear Meathead. Okay, but it's hard to believe that uh, that whole bit now has been going on for, oh my God, like seven years. So this is a classic edition of Dear Meathead right here on the Lost Zane recordings. Enjoy. West Michigan. To reach the Eric Zane Show, call 800-785-1073. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Mm. Uh, might see some sun today. High up about 52. Not too bad. Bottom should drop out for the weekend with a chance of snow showers. And temps in the 30s. And then we should get back up after that. Not too bad at all. 800-785-1073. You can email the show, eric at ericzaneshow.com. You can call in or uh, email in if you want to uh, ask Dad a question. That's right. Time now for Dear Meathead. We check in with my dad. This idea came up when a listener said, Hey, your dad's funny. You should have him giving advice to people. And thus the segment Dear Meathead was born. As we say hello to the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Dad. Hi, Dad. Hello, son. How are you? Very well. Is Joanne by your side? It, she sure is. I'll try to make her laugh. Yeah, we want to make... It's always our favorite when you can hear her laughing in the background. <laughs> hey, <she> goes. <laughs> hey, before the segment started, I got a text message from Brother Norman again. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wants to tell you that he's listening right now. Oh. That <laughs> meathead. <laughs> Well, Dad, uh, I, I talked to you recently in the past week, and you said you wanted to say something specifically to uh, Jeremy from Saranac. In fact, I'm going to bring him in right now. Dad, say hello to Jeremy. Jeremy, I love you more than my son. Hello, Jeremy. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm flattered, me. We love you, too. All the Zaniacs love you to death. Hey, listen, I want to individually thank you for the wonderful gift that you sent me. Oh, just, no problem. And, and, and again, that was from all of us maniacs. We, we appreciate you a lot, Meathead. Uh, love hearing the segment. I know that right now, actually, on different job sites, there are people listening to you right mm-hmm. now. I, I'm about to ask you a question from another guy from another job site. So, mm-hmm. yeah, right. uh, yeah you, you bring a lot to the show, Meathead. We, we love you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm glad to have you. Yeah, if, uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, they Jeremy had gotten my dad a uh, gift from the Zaniacs. It was a vase with his name on it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I had failed to give it to him timely fashion, so he just opened oh. it. So that's that's where that comes from. It was a Thanksgiving yes. gift. Jeremy, what's your question for dad? All right. So uh, the guy I know uh, I work with, uh, he's just got engaged recently, and... Him and his girlfriend, they get along pretty well, uh, except for just recently, he had gotten a large inheritance, and some people talked to him about him possibly getting a prenup. And he went to his girlfriend or his fiance and asked her, you know, I think we should do this prenup, and she got very, very upset with him. And now it's to a point where they're kind of in a battle, kind of in a fight, and not looking too good, but he's kind of staying in his uh, stance with getting his prenup because he had been married before and gotten a divorce and it was pretty messy. So my question to you is, 
should he just give in and not uh, and trust her and not get the screen up, or should he stand uh, strong and get the screen up because he's been hurt before in a marriage? Well, you know, it's a tough decision really to make as far as this is concerned, but uh, I don't know where this began from when a couple get married in this case, like, and there's a prenuptial situation coming up. You know, there, there's a man that's got uh, some of money or some uh, wealth, and uh, all of a sudden this prenuptial situation comes up or the woman would say, well, I like that agreement. Uh, I, don't, I don't really see why it should be shared with that particular point. I'm, I'm really having difficulty. Yeah, I'm having, I'm having difficulty following. I, I don't know what the hell you're saying. I know. I, I don't know what I'm saying myself. So, but I, really don't, I, I don't believe that there should be an yeah. agreement made that in the event of something mm-hmm. happening that we split, uh, you're going to have to get half of this right away yeah. or whatever. So, so you're saying no no prenup in, in short? I really say no. Uh, <laughs> this is not what I want. To, Wait, you do oh, sign man, a, I, I you do sign a prenuptial a agreement. If you <laughs> don't want them to split the money ha- uh, 50-50, yeah. then you so, don't. Yeah, Dad. Do you want them to be able to split the money, or do you want it to be all his money? I want them to split the money. It's his money. He's got it. Okay, well, then, yes, you're saying yes, sign a prenup. No, I don't want him to do that. Well, that's what a prenup does. A prenup allows a husband to keep everything that he had going into the relationship. Sorry for my confusion in here. No, definitely not. It should not be shared. Jeremy, how much money did the dude get? Uh, I don't know if I want to say, but let's okay. just say Six a lot. Six figures, seven figures? Yeah, we're we're talking mm. a big. Uh, his his grandfather uh, they own some property yeah. across seas. Oh wow! And they found and they found a bunch of other stuff that he had had like yeah. in, uh, out of state, like silver and stuff, and it just accumulated to being a lot. Point so being, he, once that relationship crumbles, he'll have no problem finding somebody else who is willing to sign a prenup. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. Uh, no, this should not occur. There's no agreement to be made to no. split the money. She has done nothing to earn that. Mm. Now, let's say that they're married about several years and all that, and then if he feels uh-huh. uh, comfortable with it, it could allocate a, a certain amount. Uh-huh. Uh, but right off the bat, no. Okay. All right, Dad. Agreed. Dad, thank you very much. Or I should say, Jeremy, thank you very much. We'll let you go. 800-785-1073. You can email the show, eric at ericsaintshow.com. If you have a question for Dad, you can ask him in, per, in, in person don't be, or via the phone. Don't, don't be shy. Or you can email them along. Uh, we have John in Jasper, Indiana, who writes this, Dad. My wife just recently finished grad school and is starting a new job at the local hospital. Do you have any tips for starting a new job? Or, and I don't understand what he means here, Julius, maybe you can help out. Or should she go the prison route and pick a fight with the biggest chick there? I guess what he's asking is, do you have any tips for starting a new job? Well, a job is a job. Depends on what your personality is and how you like that. Mm. Uh, If it's a starting point for you, well, give it a try. There'll be several other jobs that come on or several other uh, uh, likable type of thing would happen that you would be interested in it. But uh, take a job to just put you at ease a little bit financially. 
and then uh, start improving on it and uh, keep on going. Dad, uh, uh, anything that can give you an income, take it right off the bat. Dad, uh, John writes this. I'm having issues with my car, me, Dad. I currently owe more on it than I'd likely get for it in trade or sale. But the transmission keeps having issues. Should I, should, uh, should I keep getting it fixed and bite the bullet, or is there another solution to my dilemma? Mm. Well, a transmission that's repaired that becomes a really a second-hand job, uh, I would say just uh, get rid of it. I, that's, that's my norm, because something else is definitely going to go, and uh, that'll cost you uh, quite a bit of money. Dad, how old is your truck that you just did the the uh, the big repair job on? Well, my truck is 16 years of age. Okay. Now, I, you, you told me it was rotting on the passenger side, like rusty, yes. and you, you, you did some deal to reinforce it, right? Yes, I did. You ended up uh, spraying some material that people use. Is that the, it's like the stuff on that infomercial that you spray on the bottom of the oh. screen door and then it floats. Flex seal. Yes. No, this is a temporary fix as far as fixing it's concerned. A rust is something that will eat away at your yeah. vehicle. Mm-hmm. No matter what. But this, this rust is not bad enough. Yeah. A hole in there. Uh, you can uh, put a the specific tape you just put aluminum type yeah. of tape that you can put in there. It's got glue on one side of it, and then over that is a, called a truck bed spray. Yes. Now Dan, uh, you purchase that a couple of cans. It's about nineteen dollars a can, and looks uh, good lasts too. A, uh, quite a while. And spray the whole thing two or three times. Yeah. And it dries up in about uh, six to eight hours. Days. Hey, Dad. I'm. Uh, I, w- I was just uh, in, uh, reminded of something. Um, we had a person at work here whose dog got sprayed by a skunk just today, and then so she she picked the skunk up, or not not the skunk up, the dog up, and now she smells like skunk. And then it reminded me. Didn't you have a run in with a skunk? Uh, I didn't. My neighbor did. Didn't you do a deal where you had to capture a raccoon or something? You end up capturing a skunk instead? Yes, I <laughs> I remember that. No, we're trying to catch squirrels. Okay. That's what it was. And because and then you you go to the trap and there's a skunk there. Correct. Skunk in it. Okay. Can you explain and, uh, explain what you did to uh All right. To transport it, first of all, it's against the law to transport a strange type of a creatures from one one area to another area uh, you can lose your vehicle if they mm. catch you and all that so oh, don't do okay. that I didn't, I didn't know that all right <laughs> all right if you're going to do it do it very uh quickly and uh, don't even talk to neighbors yeah you're gonna keep I it on, the, on the radio telling you that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i think you're fine dad anyway what did yeah, you know was listening what what all happened, right, to, to approach that uh, you, you get a piece of tarp that is reasonably large and hold it in front of you like a drape, draping yeah. your legs and all the way up to half of your body. Right, while well, the skunk is in the cage. Skunk is in a cage. Yeah. The cage has got uh, slots that he can spray you. And uh, hold it with both hands like a curtain. Yeah. Approach it and cover that trap. Yeah, put the tarp over the trap so now he can't see. Over the trap. trap. Uh-huh. And then there's a handle on the trap. Yeah. You pick it up, put it in the truck bed, or don't put it in the car. No, no, no. Uh, it's stupid. Yeah, put it in the truck bed, and then right. you took it to some place. We won't, right. we won't say then, where. Uh, you put your tailgate down. Yeah. That, the thing will not come out. Uh-huh. Just sits there in the trap. <laughs> so you tilt that trap really high. 
<laughs> and let it, you know, start banging on it, and then it'll, dry, it'll fall out yeah. eventually. And then he eats over uh, the, the scud. Go, he goes flying out of your truck, and then he takes off. Now, yes. tell everybody what happened when you went home, and then you continued to try to resolve the squirrel problem. Well, I, I kept trapping, trapping uh, uh, the squirrels. So, yeah, but didn't wasn't there a second skunk? Four. <laughs> there was no, no, no. Uh, there was at there least were, there two. Were, there were at different times. Up Maximum of three, so... Okay, so this happened... You were trapping more skunks than you were squirrels. That that was a terrible thing. Man, that was... (laughs) Did you try shooting it in the back of the head like uh, mobsters? No, 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 no. Come on, now. Fair question. No, it's not. No, the thing's got a right to live. (laughs) We'll get rid of them the way I did. They're smelly bastards. And I, t- I take a couple of trips once in a while, take a look at them, see if I can find them. <laughs> find your buddies? Yeah. Uh, oh. Dad, I got... you remember yeah, those things. Well, they're, they're high point moments, Dad, <laughs> and uh, I need you to fill in the blanks. Uh, hey, Dad, Mark writes says, what's your advice for getting out of debt? Well, that really got to have... you got to have a system of, first of all, be strong about not charging anything anymore. Not buying anything that you need, even though you need it desperately, don't buy it. Yeah. And continue paying payments on it and get rid of that debt. Okay, and, so uh, just... I mean, uh, hey, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, so just continued, uh, maybe like if you pay off one credit card and you're paying 100 bucks a month on it, and then you pay it off and you go to the next one, you take that 100 bucks plus the whatever Absolutely. minimum, yeah. and it kind of snowballs, right? Yeah, and do not charge. Hey, you got a lot of years to keep buying what you need, and you can buy it in cash. Very good. Very good. Final question for you, Dad. Uh, Josh writes, uh, Dear Meathead, I just got engaged about a couple months ago. While I currently have a career in in which I work 50-plus hours a week, I'm actively looking for a second job during nights and weekends to help put some cash away for our wedding. My fiancé is concerned that I will never be home to spend time with her. I am concerned that we are not going to be able to afford a nice wedding. What's your advice? He'll be with the mailman. (laughs) (laughs) A nice wedding, really, I mean... How long is he going to wait? A couple of years before you have uh, enough money to have a nice wedding? Uh, not sure. I'm guessing within the year he'll have uh, he'll be getting married. So he's trying to earn extra money to save for the big extravagant wedding, Dad. You know, I hear this so often that the wife uh, is upset because the husband works so much and all that. But then again, it's for their own future. I don't know why women do that. Uh, in fact, the woman should go to work as well and then put some of her money away. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that sounds know. fair. It's really an aggravating type of situation. Poor guy is trying to bust his can to have a nice wedding, and then they complain because he's putting a lot of hours yeah. in. Do you think maybe he should just not have a nice wedding, like maybe just go justice of the peace and maybe go to Taco Bell? Oh, no, they should have a conversation about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, let's talk. Do you want this or don't you? If you don't want it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll only put in my 35 to 40 hours in. Dad, fantastic. It's always great. Anything on the horizon we need to know about? Is your leg hurting? You said it was bugging you the other day when you were taking a walk. Is it, has, it, has it healed up at all? The last couple of days has been good. Okay. 
It's not the leg, it's the hip. The hip. So, right. uh, no more hip dancing. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll tell you what. May's right around the corner from Memorial Day weekend. We'll go up to Grayling. Do yes, it up. Sir, Bob. All right. Okay. You have a wonderful time. And say hello to your crew. I know they're hearing it. Yes. Uh, you got right a good bunch of people out there that you work for. It's a good That's situation. Good it's a good situation. Yes. God bless you all. All right, Dad. I love you very much. Love Joanne, too. Love you, too, honey. Okay, peace. Bye-bye. Bye now. Yeah. You can tell when he was telling the story about the skunk that he was, he kind of did one of these, like, because he was right here, and then all of a sudden he's like, and so I'm holding it. <laughs> tell he was, like, actually holding it air, act, acting like he was holding it up. To, and I hold it to the tarp, and I went up, and I place it on the skunk. So, uh, I'm surprised he didn't, like, uh, crank its neck. You mean kill it? Yeah. What 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 goes on in your brain? Skunks that makes are you, such that dirty you, creatures. That makes you. Uh, uh, They're uh, such dirty animals. Ben, can you? I, ben, I struggle. I really do to put a fine point on these observations that he makes. I, I'm sorry. I said same here. Yeah. But did you, did you notice at the beginning of that segment when Julius did an impression of your dad, Jeremy thought it yeah. was your dad talking to him? Oh, I didn't notice that, yeah. no. No, I was like, I love you more than my son. And, <laughs> and Jeremy started laughing, thank you, we really appreciate you. Like, what the hell? Okay, so I wasn't the only one. Jeremy got confused because my impression was so spot on. Well, it was pretty good. You, well, you've you've done a couple good ones now. Yesterday you did the. Well, uh, I've been imitating my one, parents forever. One from Family Guy, well. and then uh, yeah, I guess there's some similarities. And that's how the penis song goes. <laughs> that is going to do it for the Lost Zane recordings. The full show is on the Patreon. I release two episodes a week of the Lost Zane recordings on my Patreon, which. Pretty much has uh, content going up nearly every day of the week. Uh, on into Saturday now with Who Are These Eric's? The latest addition to what I put up on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane for just five or ten bucks a month. Check it out and thank you. All right. Have a good one. Bye bye.